you like movies that I'm here to say, then this is the show for you, okay? It's called the best movie to a Jimmy Allen tone, so don't touch that dial, turn off your phone. Grab a sweet song, mix up popping corn, from Rosebud to Laughter to Jason Bourne, Meryl Streep to Kirk Russell to Dennis Hopper, and don't forget, y'all. This is the Hello and welcome to the Best Movie 2 pod, the podcast that tells you what movie to watch in any given situation. For example, there is no for example this week. We're going to scrap that opening joke. Tell us if you've actually enjoyed it in the past and we'll bring it back. Otherwise, that's an extra five minutes I can have on the toilet if I don't write that. Our guest this week is Claire House. Hi Claire, how you doing? Hi, very well. How are you? I'm good. And we've also got producer Ben, as always, to make sure he corrects us if we say anything uh, fraudulent or incorrect. Hi Ben. Hi Jamie. <laughs> we do talk to each other formally even though we know each other very well. Uh, so Claire, every week we get our guests first of all to have a look at the IMDb Top 100 to yeah. see how many of those films they've seen just to kind of rate what their level of film knowledge is. Mm. Uh, what's your number for this one? I believe it's 71. I, it well I believe like 71. you. <laughs> I didn't like I did I counted it quickly. <laughs> so I could be wrong, but I think it's seventy one. That's nice and high. That's because I think yeah. once you go into the nineties, it's a bit. Are, are you doing anything else apart from watching films? It's a bit weird, yeah. But there's a. I, I was surprised at the number of Avengers films on here. I feel like maybe and Into the Spider Verse is that really that good? Into the Spider Verse is really good. It's really yeah. good. It's probably okay. the best Spider Man film. I I hope so because it's the only one on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I'd recommend watching that. Actually, give it a go. Okay. Um. By next time, I'll be at 100. <laughs> so we're, uh, the theme today is kind of around uh, jobs. So before we jump into our main theme, uh, looking at the IMDb Top 100, yeah. what do you think is uh, the best job that anyone's got in one of these films? <sighs> the best job that anyone has in one of these films. I mean, like, based on how enjoyable it is to watch, I'm going straight for Clarice Starling. In the of the Lambs. <laughs> just you checking out dead bodies. Checking out dead bodies, figuring out you're talking to a murderer in the door. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> Going up against the patriarchy in the 90s. Yeah, All exactly. The fun things. Getting to talk to killers. I think that's fine. So you'd be an FBI profiler? Yeah, I think that's really cool. She was very deep in my psyche. The, the running at Quantico at the beginning. You know, do you remember the opening scene? I remember, scene? yeah. She's, everyone else seems to be running with friends, and then she's just on her own. And you're like, she's training for yeah. something real. And then she's... she gets taken out of the class because she's so good, and she must solve this. She's the perfect candidate. Well, they set that up, though, because you think, oh, maybe she's going to run after uh, the murder at the end. Yeah. No. If anything, the opening should have been her eating carrots. <laughs> And then in the end, when it's in the dark, and he thinks he's got the jump on her, but no, she's been eating carrots throughout the whole film. What are you talking about? <laughs> the ending of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, in the night uh, vision. He turns off all the lights, doesn't he, and has the night vision. Mm-hmm. But if she had been eating carrots at the start, that's your setup for someone having great vision. You're aware that carrots give you, you did, can see in the dark. Did, did you see in the dark, or is it just good for is your that eyes? Not, is that not that, a thing? I think, again, this, I think this is a thing that this was a British um, wartime propaganda thing to get children to eat more carrots, was to suggest that it helps you see in the dark and spot German planes it might not have been no. a thing in America and therefore only we have wow no uh, carrots is that not a thing we that... have like vitamin K is good for your eyes but no one tells you you can see in the dark oh uh, I mean we vitamin K whatever it is whatever the, vi- the vitamin is in carrots isn't it K I mean it might are, be are but... you thinking K for carrots no maybe it's vitamin K, K. Is... <laughs> no I spell carrots what is happening here 
right. Yeah. All right, well, we'll go into the next question before we have a, an international disaster on our hands. Um, on the on the list that you've got, the IMDb Top 100, yeah. uh, who do you think you would do a better job then in terms of the protagonists? Do a better job then. I think we're going to go straight for um, Modern Times Charlie Chaplin at the very beginning when he's in the... I mean, he does screw it up straight away when he's in the factory, you know? Do you remember the, the opening you know, scene? I'm so embarrassed to say I've not seen Modern <gasps> Times. Oh, my God. It's so good. You wouldn't believe how good it is. I mean, you might, but it's... <laughs> have you seen City Lights? Have you seen any Charlie Chaplin? I've only seen The Tramp. Um, okay. And Wait, isn't that the character? No, no what's, what's the first one that he did that was big with The Tramp? Gold Rush? Or... Uh, uh, oh, Pretty Woman. I've seen him in that. Pretty Woman. <laughs> Great. Great Dictator, you must the, see it. I've seen The Great Dictator, yeah. Like, yeah. Modern Times is... Because we've all seen the speech so on YouTube good. where someone puts the music from Rocky over it and he, yeah. he's all shouting at people, hey, everyone stop being mean to each other. Yeah. And what's great is when he did that speech, it actually stopped World War Two. It did, yeah. And, and all future wars. Yeah. So and he lives <laughs> on today. But you, you, you would replace... Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, so at the beginning, times. he's in this massive factory, modern times, and he's, he goes he's the on the line, Is that the image like working, of it? and he's just sort of like distracted, and he doesn't want to be there, and then he keeps screwing up, and everyone on the line gets mad at him, and then he ends up like falling into the machine and going through the gears and stuff. Yeah, I've seen the imagery of him. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I know modern times. Yeah. And then he, run, he's, he gets obsessed with like, his job is to kind of wind these wrenches around these two things. And then he, he's done it so much that he can't stop doing it. And he just goes around and is doing it to women, you know, and then he gets arrested. Uh, it's, uh, it's a solid film. But you, if it was your movie, your comedy movie, it would just be you doing I mean, the job well. Let's leave. On the, on, on, the, on the factory line. <laughs> yeah, the German version of modern times is just two hours of a factory working efficiently. <laughs> And it would have been a hit. Yeah. <laughs> so we should probably explain. You're not entirely American, are you? No, I'm. I was born in Canada. Which is not entirely American. Not entirely American at all. Don't have American passport even, and um, half uh, English and half German. Right. Oh, uh, there we go. So, a mix, Max. What's your favorite one? Oh my God, that's dark. I think I like the east coast of Canada. It's nice and foggy and craggy, salt air, misty, Ooh. you know, a bit witchy. Bears? Nobody, yeah, some bears, but they're less likely to eat you than they are in like central Canada. All right. You know, they'll leave you alone. But I like that just like mist and being alone and having the Atlantic blowing in your face and nobody around. That's Is that why you like the UK? Because there's not really any sun. It's just, we yeah. don't have mist, but we have like a lot of smog in the air like uh yeah there's some f like f smog or fog a bit of both uh i'd say it's more like pollution yeah in london <laughs> if you if you glint it like if you if you look at it in a certain way the pollution kind of look looks like mm. romantic smog yeah you know? and it, you could pass people with their body odor and it's like ah oh, salt air yeah <laughs> not really and you would get attacked by bears in london just a different type um no. I've, I've had bear encounters you know <laughs> What, real bears? Yeah, in Canada. I was out in the middle of the woods. Uh, two or three bear encounters. I was in a cabin, and they were trying to get in. And some monk, I was in this like monk scenario, let's not get into it. But the guy had built a cabin in the middle of the woods, like deep north above Minnesota. And, uh, and he had put loving, 
kindness being that he was, didn't put any kind of lock on the door, just put one of those little, eh, those little like hook things. And there's bears that want to get in. And uh, so I remember being in there and then just hearing like, Jack. <laughs> on oh, the wow. doorstep. Well, bears don't have credit cards, so they can't do the thing where they, they slide can, it in and no. take the hook off the latch. But they can use full force physique. Oh, yeah. To, okay. <laughs> to get through some net door. So, anyway. So job-wise, you think you could do a better job than the Revenant? Hey, th that was a big grizzly bear. This one was a black bear. I don't think I could kill a grizzly bear. Good, good point, though. Did you kill the black bear? No. <laughs> I scared him away with pups. I still, I still have nightmares of my hands just around the bear cub. <laughs> they tried to escape, but I got them. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, on the IMDb Top 100, yeah. uh, who do you think should quit their job? Who's just oh, no good at it? Oh, God. Charlie Chaplin, Modern Times, I say. I mean, well, it's, yeah, it's not a bad... Who should quit their job? I can, like, take a minute. You can cut it out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we won't, but... <laughs> who should quit? I mean, The Shining... He should probably oh, yeah. quit. <laughs> He's not doing a great job, is he? I mean, it's quite a way to quit your job anyway. It's just try to murder your family. Yeah. And go, go freeze. It's sort of a version of quiet quitting, but not... Yeah. <laughs> what was his job? Was he a writer, a novelist? He was a novelist. Well, no, he was like, he was hired to look after the hotel over the winter season. Right. And then he was just going to use that time to write his novel while he was caretaking this giant place. But then, of course, went crazy and killed his family. He's a novelist in the same way that most stand-up comedians are stand-up comedians. And by that, we mean, like, we work in the service industry or, you know, we work in admin and cry. That He's that kind of novelist. I don't, I don't think he'd, he'd published at that point. Do you think Jack had published a book? No, he was working on it, wasn't he? Yeah. Should probably write more than those like four words over and over <laughs> again. It's really yeah. it's a bit samey. If he'd just waited 20 years, he could have just written Live, Laugh, Love over and over. <laughs> he would have been a millionaire. Have you seen that video of Stanley Kubrick talking about actors sort of loosely? And it's very clearly about Jack Nicholson where he's talking about the hundred takes. Oh, yeah, he yeah. says you have to wear them down so that there's nothing left. Like, that's the way he did with Shelley Duvall, didn't he? That's not what I saw oh. him say. <laughs> oh, no, what are you saying? I saw him say that Jack Nicholson was on TV saying that he'd been forced to do 100 takes because Stanley Kubrick was such a perfectionist. And Stanley Kubrick was saying, these actors, they say I'm a perfectionist, but if they came and gave me a good take, I wouldn't have to do more than one. <laughs> Right, so our episode this week, Claire, we're going to answer one of the big questions. What is the best movie to make you quit your job? I've got a list of jobs here that I think would not be worth uh, going for. If you just want to tell me uh, which do you think would be the best. Straight off the bat, if you're in a movie, being an astronaut is pretty bad. Being an astronaut is pretty dodgy because... Because you know something's going to happen. Something always goes wrong. You're yeah. stuck, you know, in a condensed space with someone else's farts. That's fair. And normally... Apollo 13. Gravity. Yeah, Sunshine. Sunshine. Good one. Yeah. Mark Strong in an excellent performance as the spaceman. <laughs> as the shaky spaceman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Sunshine, that's... The, Mark Strong had to work, work, like, six hours of prosthetics for them to then shake the camera every time you see him. So you for just seven kind of years, <laughs> I spoke to God. <laughs> it's, it's really good. <laughs> I love Sunshine. I think Sunshine's it's a, a good movie. Danny Boyle. Terrible it's... job to have, though. Bad job to have. Yeah. yeah. Especially the, delivering a payload to the sun for the viewers who don't know. The sun is dying and they're like, we're going to nuke the sun. Yeah. Um, and 
I won't spoil it, but it's worth watching. Yeah, a previous ship went up. Yeah. It went missing. Now, what what do they call the ships that go to the sun? <laughs> Can you remember? Oh, they, yeah, Icarus. They call the first ship that goes up Icarus. Uh, I'm sure they explain why it's not hubristic to call it that, but uh, then the one that doesn't work, that that gets lost. So they send a second one up, Icarus 2. <laughs> <laughs> I <Yeah>. love that. <laughs> like someone's back at home like, did anyone read to the end of this? No, 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 he got the, he got the wings, he went to the sun. It's cool, yeah. What else we got? The Martian, the 2001. Martian. Uh, yeah, alien, technically. Alien. They are astronauts. Um, moon. Moon, yeah. Moon, you get uh, you get cloned, and then you have to watch your own clone die. Is there any is there any uh, astronaut movies where they're just having a great old time? I'm trying to think. I'm thinking Space Truckers. Was the Ryan Gosling one? <laughs> the Ryan First Gosling man. one. First man. Yeah, is that just about Neil Armstrong? That's about Neil Armstrong. His, his life on Earth crumbles while yeah. he goes to space. Yeah, but he seems to have an all right time. So he's not, it's still, in that instance, it's have, not good being an astronaut because you have to abandon your family. Have you seen Goodnight Oppie? No. It's the new, it's a documentary about the opportunity. I get it. You thought you'd come on my film podcast and just fire a load of movies that I No, 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 okay, no, cool. no, you All should right. see I'm saying Who you should you? see it. Who sent you? Was it Sid Sin? <laughs> Why? Did he know a lot about movies and that's why <laughs> no, he's Sid didn't know shit. <laughs> it's really emotional. It's like not that well direct, I mean, it's not that an amazing documentary. And it's weirdly... I cried like four times during Goodnight What's Oppie. it about? It's about opportunity and I forget even the spirit, I think, are the two Mars rovers that first went up. Oh. And they were meant to last 90 sols, 90 days on Mars. And they lasted like 11 years and 15 years. And these people were just like super invested emotionally in these. I remember really that. And it, like, it went by when it said goodnight. It was like, oh, I'm running out of it's life now. Devastating. So, goodbye. Oh, yeah. by the way, I saw aliens. Oh, right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> they hate us. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got astronaut. Uh, Can I just throw in one, uh, the greatest astronaut movie where it's great to be an astronaut? A Grand Day Out. Ooh. What? A Grand Day Out. Wallace and Gromit. I knew she wouldn't know that. <laughs> Again, going oh, super Wallace deep. Wallace and Gromit. Wallace yeah, yeah, and Gromit. I like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. yeah. They go to the moon. They have a nice and fan. And it's made of cheese. cheese. Yeah, it's good. It's a lovely time for all. He's got a dog there. What's the one where the moon has got the a face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lumiere? It's Lumiere. Yes. Is it, uh, it's, it's called, um, I think it's called Batman Returns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called A Trip to the Moon. A Trip to the Moon, yes. Uh, where, that's a famous image. La Voyage down la Lune. Yeah. yeah. And is it Lumiere? Is it Lumiere? Uh, 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 George Melier. Melier! Melier, fuck. See, because I, I went to university at Northampton, so a lot of my film knowledge, like, <laughs> they had books, but you'd open them and be like, someone stole these pages. Yeah. Right, so we've got astronaut, another potentially terrible job, teacher. Teacher's yeah. not having a great time in movies. Uh, yeah. I'll uh, what's the Michelle Pfeiffer one? Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. You've got your half Nelson. Half Nelson, yeah. <laughs> you got your 187, Samuel Jackson goes to a deprived school and 187 is the code for murder. I had teachers in my school who, I had one who ripped a leg off a chair and was like throwing it around, yelling at children. <laughs> Meth had will do that. Another one who would take chalk and chuck it at kids who didn't answer things correctly, like really hard, and, then, <laughs> and she ended up getting fired. Yeah, so teachers, if you're listening, book up your ideas. I'll hit you with uh, some, some quite specific ones. 
quite a bad job to have, even though it looks exciting. Ghostbuster. I think being a Ghostbuster would be terrible. One, you're definitely getting cancer with that pack. Yep. There's no way that, like, the way that they're alive now it is impossible. They yep. all got, like, pancreatic cancer or something. Yeah. The pay's not good, apparently. They all seem poor. Yeah. A lot of people in the city, like, hate them. Uh, how much are they paying for that uh, place? I know, that is prime real estate in New York, isn't it? They might be making millions, but they're just... And it's always nice to see a fire station that hasn't been displaced by, like, a bistro restaurant. Yes. It's actually functioning as something quite well. Have you been to the real one? To the place? I have, and I cried. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been there. It's great, like, because you, you, you turn around the corner and then you see it all, in all its glory. This is the Ghostbusters HQ in uh. New York. That that was up there with seeing the uh, the building from Die Hard, which both times, oh, I, both yeah. times I teared up. I, I went and saw that, touched it, nearly cried. Well, no, I, did, I cried. That's fine. I can admit that. Did you see that story about Jack Grealish that I thought was very sweet? That after the World Cup, he went to New York and uh, see if either uh, do you know who Jack Grealish is by the way Claire no. so he's an England footballer who's known for being quite pretty and maybe not maybe not the smartest person yeah. um, which movie did he go to New York to recreate to get over his World Cup sadness it, is it the 98 Godzilla <laughs> it's going to be something stupid what do you think it is what, it's, it, it, could it possibly be something that's not actually set in New York it, 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 he was correct to go to New York, I'll give okay. him that. Oh, okay. Home uh, Alone 2, lost in New York. Bang on the bell. Did I? Oh, wow! Yes! <laughs> he said he went to the hotel, uh, he found he could order like 16 scoops of ice cream to the room. It's just the sweetest, <laughs> nicest story. He was like, oh no, we just got knocked out the World Cup again. Oh well, I'm going to go and have, I'm going to go live like Macaulay Culkin in New York. He befriended right. a homeless woman with pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She's like, are you a millionaire? He's like, no, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, Claire, we're going to get to our big, big topic. Yeah. So uh, what movies do we think we've seen that might inspire someone to quit their job? So we're talking great job quitting scenes, where the whole movie's about quitting your job, anything. American Beauty. American Beauty, nice, where Kevin Spacey quit being a decent human being. and No. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people will go back and watch that movie. Did you know that American Beauty had about something like 40 pages cut out of it and it was originally going to be sort of a dark comedy burn after reading supposedly kind of a movie and then Sam Mendes in the edit was like actually I think this is more of an emotional oh, really yes yeah, so it was it's a different movie so people going back and now as I hear like reading the movie for being too emotional and like why did they try and push it this much they didn't try and push it that much they made it in the edit anyway so just to remind people, uh, his name, is it Lester Burnham? Lester Burnham. Yes, come on. Uh, so <laughs> Kevin Spacey plays Lester Burnham and he, he hates his, his job. He hates his life, doesn't yeah. he? And he quits it to go work in pretty much a McDonald's. It's not yeah. called a McDonald's, but it, it, yeah. it's McDonald's, is isn't it? Whammy it? No, Whammy Burgers yeah. from Falling Down. There we go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, also, se- which seems like a quitting movie, but isn't. Yeah, Falling Down is a he's been sacked movie. Because yeah. I did a bit of research, don't want to brag, but I did a bit of research into today's topic and Falling Down kept coming up. Really? And uh, no, he's he's fired in the movie. If he had the choice, he would have stayed in that job. Yeah. And not uh, not been shot by Robert Duvall. Spoilers for spoil- Falling Down. There we go. <laughs> a difficult film. I'm not sure people are uh, nuanced enough in their mm. film viewing to watch it anymore. <laughs> I'd put um, I'd put 
uh, American Beauty in kind of the same place as Fight Club yes. because it, it has uh, leverage over the boss. You know, like in, in American Beauty, doesn't yeah. he blackmail the boss to... He gets a load of stuff off of him. Yeah, he gets like... Because um, over dinner he says, I blackmail... What did you do at school? And then she says something and he says, well, I blackmail my boss for $60,000. <laughs> so I guess he got $60,000 by saying he was, what, philandering or something? And at the, I remember in the quitting scene, the the boss, I forget what his name is, blonde guy, is like, you're a twisted fuck or something. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm just an ordinary guy with nothing to lose. <laughs> and then that's him. He's just, I like it. He's just done with it. All right. So that's, if, you're, uh, if you've got nothing to lose and you're thinking about quitting your job, go with the blackmail over your boss. Yeah. Or beat the shit out of yourself in front of your boss a la Fight Club. Yeah. Don't go for falling in love with a 14 year old yeah all right claire coming in here with your rules um <laughs> there's a, there's quite a weird theme uh, in movies of the last 30 years of the hitman who has quit his job are we going to talk about one of our favorite movies uh well let's go for it which one are you talking gross gross point blank, point blank. which has come up in the in, in the series before one of the greatest films of all time yeah, I love Gross Point Blank. And that is, it's about a hitman who wants to uh, quit his job. I had it on my list, quitting movies. Yeah, John Wick, he's, he's a hitman who quits for ah. love. Uh, Pulp Fiction, one of the most famous movies in the world. Jules in that, Samuel Jackson. True. Although it does show the, the foibles of quitting, because he's not there to help John Travolta. Yeah. Uh, when he gets killed on the shit air. Spoilers for Pulp Fiction. There we I go. I forgot that bit. Yeah, because they do it out of order... Everyone always forgets that the reason why John Travolta dies when Bruce Willis kills him is because he's the only one who's sent to get Bruce Willis. Surely I, I thought it was that by stepping away it meant that they would have both been killed. It's not that stepping no, away caused John Travolta to die. They wouldn't have both been having a shit, would they? But he could have snuck up on both of them. Like, no, Bruce Willis comes into... Uh, we're really getting into it on it's here. It's good. But, but Bruce Willis comes into the apartment with no weapons and then he finds a Vincent's machine gun on the side yeah. while Vincent is having a poo. If Samuel Jackson had been there, Samuel Jackson would have had his gun on him and would have been able to shoot him. Yeah, well, I, I would think he, he wouldn't have gone into the room if, if Samuel Jackson's there and clearly about. I think the moral of it is more quit being a hitman and not, you know, if you if you quit a job that you hate but your bros stay in it, you're really going to fuck them over. Like Goodwill Hunting, you know, the, the Goodwill Hunting, he quits his job to go uh, chase after... Mini, mini driver, driver, mini driver. Another hit, well, not hitman, but mini driver who connects it with, with gross, gross point, point blank. blank. There we go. And now that we've done six degrees of mini, mini driver, driver. Uh, and we probably should discuss the best mini driver film, um, Hard Rain. Italian job. We, Italian job. Oh, mini driver. There we go. <laughs> Ben's good. joke for the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen Network? Ooh, I'm mad as hell and I'm yeah. not going to take it anymore. Yes, I have seen it. I saw the playoffs with Brian Cranston here. That was very good. Oh, nice. Years ago. But um, I haven't seen the film in a few years, but I do remember very well the scene when he's in his trench coat and he leans forward. I want all of you to get up and go to your windows. Yes. Very so he's, a, he's a news presenter. If you haven't seen that work, he's a, is he, he's a news presenter, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he just cracks one day and he, he, he looks down the camera 
which is always like quite a big big thing in films like in Scrooge where you break yeah. what was happening on TV and you say hey this is the real me talking yeah. to you and he's got that fame like even if you haven't seen it you've probably heard I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore and he tells people to go like to their windows and scream yeah. uh, which if you applied that to like British TV presenters it'd be quite funny watching Piers Morgan like screaming at, <laughs> and telling people go to your windows and everyone just go no no, no. She's not going to text you back, Piers. Just drop it, all right? <laughs> and who is it? Is it Faye Dunaway who's in the room with him? Who's like, this is great television while that's happening? Yeah, the- I think so, yeah. They, they end, like, cause he, that's his way of quitting the job, but then they monetize the, the realness of it and get him back mm, in, yeah. don't they? Uh, so that's one way of quitting is to come back on, extra, on more money. Mm. <laughs> um, I, have, uh, I thought of a good quitting movie that's a documentary and would be the dream way of quitting, I think. Grizzly Man. <laughs> That's a good movie. <laughs> you can get a bear to kill you. <laughs> Citizen Four. Citizen, what are you doing, Claire? I what do you not, mean? I've not seen, oh, Citizen, not seen Four. Citizen Four. But it's the, it's the film of Edward Snowden, like, breaking his story. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that and is like, a good way to quit. Wh- that thing where whoever it was, Booz Allen, whoever his NSA people, suddenly are like, is, is, is Claire, is she on holiday? I thought she was sick. I thought she, and then they just realize, no, she's on CNN. You know what I mean? She's, yeah. she's releasing information about our business. You should see it, it's good. No, I mean, I, I know the whole Snowden story. Um, I'm gonna come up with another one of these and then you can <laughs> mark which ones you've seen. Have you seen it? No, but I'm really enjoying it because usually this goes, Jamie asked me, have I seen it? I haven't. And then he's insulted that I've not seen these movies. So it's really nice seeing the tables turn. You should turned. make a little um, I know, I hate this. What, were the other, what were the other ones that you hadn't seen? Claire, would you want to do a podcast about movies? Could it be really nice to do a podcast <laughs> with someone who knows a lot about movies, someone who's like <laughs> really intelligent. Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> go, go on. Is one of us going to quit during the podcast? Is that the ultimate? How meta of us? can't quit you. I've got a couple of favourites here. Uh, one of my absolute favourites of someone quitting the job is uh, The Incredibles, when Bob punches his boss through the wall. I'm sure we'd all like to do that. Yeah. And it's really righteous as well. It's not, it's not a, like, because it's cartoons, the violent act isn't, you know, it doesn't have a shattered spine. Yeah. But also the boss has stopped Bob from going out, Bob or AKA Mr. Incredible. Yeah. He stops him from going out and stopping a crime outside that he sees in an alleyway. So you are like, yeah, let's let's see this guy thrown through a wall. Yeah. So that, for me personally, that would be one of my favourite methods of quitting my job. Uh, if anyone from my daytime workplace is listening to this, I'm just joking. I wouldn't want to put my boss through a wall. But let's say previous jobs. Let's say when I worked at Northampton Golf Club, that boss can get absolutely fucked. <laughs> Used to keep our tips. Classic move. Yeah. Does he, in The Incredibles, he's still, interestingly, I'm thinking as we're saying, as we're talking about this, in a few of them, people who sort of release the beast and quit as part of that end up dying. <laughs> if it's, if it's like, if it's about realizing your true self in a movie, like Fight Club, like American Beauty, all those people end up ultimately dead. But if it, if there's, who doesn't die? What's his name? In, have you seen The Apartment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> so Jack I Lemon, only, Jack Lemon quits his job in that. Jack right? Lemon at the end quits his job for moral reasons because what's her name is sleeping with the boss and Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine or Fran Dubalecki or whatever yeah. her name is in the thing. 
And uh, he doesn't want her to be used anymore. So he's like, I've had... He's, you know, he spends the whole movie trying to climb the corporate ladder. And then decides he doesn't want to do it. So he, like, leaves and becomes a real man. Well, it's funny. With Quit Your Job movies, though, it's it'd be interesting to see what, like, the 10 days after that where he, he starts well, regretting it. And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I've got to pay rent exactly. next month. And I imagine a lot of these, are just they move back in with their parents. Yeah. That's how I, it completely. ends. Completely. And you can only do that once. You can't... There's so many terrible bosses, but you can't... You can only have one dramatic quit yeah. in your life. If you're known for that, like, it's on your CV, why did you leave this place? And you're like, well, it, actually, it was very dramatic. Yeah. I wrote a, a little guide on how we should be treating our talent, and then I stole a goldfish, and I took a, a lady who works there with me, and they're like, oh, you're Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for me, Jerry Maguire is one of the most iconic quitting-your-job scenes, but it's also yeah. insane that uh, he, he would take someone with him who has a child. But he wasn't fired? Wasn't he fired? Uh, and then he's like, who's coming with me? Or was he? Or did he quit? I feel like I he remember. jumps right before he is pushed. Okay. Because that's one of them like dramatic moments of, yeah. oh, it's coming, it's coming, right, I'm out. Yeah. Um, another great one, another great way of uh, telling people that you've, uh, you've quit your job. Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. Couldn't tell you what he does. He cuts off his boss's arm and then he kills a bunch of children. With it, with the arm? <laughs> <laughs> That's Revenge of the Wrist. Um, oh, so have you not seen the, the Star Wars films? Not the newer ones, no. Ah. I can't. I found the original ones quite boring. Wow! I did everything. Out. I did everything to make it. I did a big screen. I got popcorn. I got ready, and I was just like, I just, just doesn't hit me. All right, that's fair enough. I can go for some Star Trek now and again. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I can't think. So, of so Revenge of the Sith. He... In Revenge of the Sith, uh, Anakin Skywalker is a Jedi. He's yeah. a goodie. But you know the the villain says. Uh, Mate, your missus is gonna die if you don't help me out. Mm. So he, he he turns on all the Jedi, kills a bunch of children who were training to be Jedi, and then when he goes back to the bad guys, like I'm pretty sure together we can work out how your missus can't die. And he's like, hang on a minute, did you not know that knowledge? I've just killed like a whole year eleven class there. And he's like, no, I'm saying we will work it out eventually. Don't even worry about it. And then spoiler, she does die. Right. So that that would be my ideal way of quitting my job yeah cut off my boss's arm kill a bunch of children go back to the person who made me bad find out they were lying my wife dies yeah then I get a really cool leather jacket well a whole, a whole body covering leather jacket if you could somehow manipulate it to be you could be in a tunnel with your boss you know the way Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Harrison Ford are when he's at the <laughs> edge of the dam thing and you could just be like, ah, and just go. <laughs> that would be good. Or like Apocalypto, I think they do that as well. They go too many jumps. Yeah, yeah. Jumping into a waterfall just, is what a great way. Someone else does it. Who else does it? Some. It was a. Wasn't it well, a, a, a Pierce Brosnan? Golden Eye. Yeah, yeah. Pierce Brosnan, uh, or at least his, his stunt double, jumps off not the Hoover Dam, definitely, uh, to get into the Russian silo. That thing collapsed. After James Bond jumped in. over. Not, no, no. Do you remember that thing that they're in over the... 
Ugh, I don't even know what the word is for this. Like the big white skeleton frame thing that they're in. I am the invincible satellite. in Goldeneye. The satellite. Is that what it is? No, it's like in the... <laughs> it's in the forest. It's a real structure. It's an audio medium, Claire, and you use a lot of hand expressions. There's a white structure that yeah, they are in. Yeah, it's a big satellite, isn't it? At the end. Do you mean the end of Goldeneye? No, I mean the main part of Goldeneye. It's near the ground. It's a real thing. Isn't it? It's near the ground. So things that are near the ground. What you, can you look up I, what I, I mean, I thought you were talking about because they were in a satellite dish at the end, aren't they? Yeah, it's it's just on the ground? Dish. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, not as in a satellite on the... Okay, yeah, the... that thing in real life collapsed. But that, is that real? Yeah, it was a real thing and it collapsed. Oh. And you can see a video of it. You'll find it well, in a minute. a bit of trivia. <laughs> Great. That was very long-winded trivia. <laughs> the white thing is the white thing. Um, I did, uh, friend... I think I've got it here. The Arecibo Observatory uh, failed. It collapsed in 2020. Oh, I wonder if there was still like Sean Bean stains on there. Because <laughs> you know it's very hard to get bean stains out of your clothes. Yes! <laughs> I like that for you, that's observational comedy. Just like, you know, it's like you get bean stains out of your clothes. <laughs> it's a man who eats baked beans on the daily. <laughs> Um, friend of the pod, uh, Hubert Moore, who's been on one of these before, he suggested the best way of quitting your job is uh, in The Matrix, where uh, Keanu Reeves just goes out on a ledge. <laughs> like, that's sending quite a message if you just open the window in, like, a 50-story building yeah. and just go out on the ledge. No one's been like, he needs to Fair. come back in and finish these reports right now. Again, quiet quitting. Yeah. <laughs> Would we say that, at, you know, at the end of The Rock, where Nicolas Cage is, like, where Sean... Connery's like, forget Maui. And then Nicolas Cage is then seen driving through the countryside with his lady to pick up the yeah, film Yeah, and he's like, I know who the... shot JFK. Do you think he quit? I No, I think that was his honeymoon. Okay. I think he was on honeymoon. Yeah, then. because it said just married, yeah. didn't it? You're quite And right. this is exciting because this is one of the films that Ben has seen recently. I watched well. it last week for the first time. For the first time? Yeah, yeah, because it kept coming up. And I was like, I'd never, I'd never seen The Rock. I'd never Did been you big... love it? I, I really enjoyed it. There's, there is a lot of stuff that is like, did no one check this? The the tombstone that just reads his wife when he's looking at the... It's like I could have inferred when he's talking to a woman <laughs> who has passed and he's upset that he's probably talking to his wife. But they put yeah. his wife at the top. Yeah. There's a, there's a scene where Nicolas Cage uh, has to say the word Bosnia and he does not get close. Like He, he probably has a stroke mid-word and just says like, all the people in Mana. It's it's watch it back and see. I had to go back and put subtitles on to see what word he was trying okay. to attempt. Um, but it is a lot of fun. It makes no sense. But if you watch it like you watch Face Off, which is that this these are things that are going to happen. Don't read into it. Well, and just enjoy talking, it. It's fun. If we're talking about quitting your job, Ed Harris in that. That's one great way to quit your job. Yeah, you steal a bunch of. Uh, it's not nuclear weapons. It's uh, it's CX gas. It's the yeah. Green mint CX sauce shower gas. gel, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> in ball form. It is, it is he's, strong. <laughs> he's going to fire it at San Francisco yeah. if they don't pay his demands. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, that's taken the whole blackmail to another level, is if you aim, you know, weapons-grade uh, shower gel at a heavily populated <laughs> <Yeah>. city. <laughs> oh, you know what job would be fun that I'm realizing I didn't mention? The lives of others. Oh, just listening into people. Just listening into people. Yeah, I mean that's Very what you're doing now, job. listening to this podcast, aren't you? You creep. Everyone's looking at you on the tube. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah, but you, you've probably done like two laughs the whole episode or maybe a shoulder chuckle. You pigs. <laughs> no you one else is hearing this. This is just for you. Just you. <laughs> yeah. You know who you are. Go on, scratch your nose. I bet you've got an itchy nose, haven't you? <laughs> you filthy little pig. Uh, do tweet us and tell us if you, where, where you were when you heard this bit of the pod. Um, oh, so, so. <laughs> you dirty little pig. Like, <laughs> like ASMR, but like. I'm just, yeah. oh, oh, I feel like you'd get real weird people getting involved, but it's so funny. I'd enjoy it. Uh, I'll shout out a few just so that uh, <laughs> we're not getting someone's not screaming at the pod. Uh, Devil wears Prada. Yeah, that's a good quitting because that's that's a righteous moment. Yeah, um, she throws her phone in the phone. She's like, I want to wear corduroy bagels. Yeah, you show her and have a way. Ben, you seen Devil wears Prada? I've seen Devil wears Prada. That's mm. uh, that's a good quitting. Um, also, Chef John Favreau, Chef. Which actually would have really wound up our previous guest, Richard Spaulding, because we talked about subtext and Chef is all about him being a director mm. and like kind of the limitations he had working in the Marvel Universe, mm. which would really wind up Richard Spaulding because he doesn't like the idea of movies meaning another thing. Mm. Uh, but have you seen Chef? I haven't seen Chef, but I was listening to John Favre talk about it yesterday. Oh, when did you like, meet John Favre? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was on Smartless, which is a uh, podcast with more listeners wow yeah but my <laughs> listeners are better than um, we're, we're going to war with smartless fuck you smartless but we didn't mention chef jobs but that's definitely one of the bad ones in movies have you seen boiling point no i haven't because uh, i can't i can't do deal with the anxiety of chef oh, yeah. jobs Don't unless bother. it's uh, casey ryback in under siege where it's steven seagal as a chef yeah and he has, <laughs> in Under Siege 2, he has one of the, my favorite, favorite quips ever, where he has a fight with someone in the kitchen, and obviously he's a chef, and once he beats the guy, he goes, nobody beats me in the kitchen. And you're like, wow, well done, you did it. Yeah. You did it, guys. It's a good movie. Didn't get Oscar nominated, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Uh, weird, weird that, yeah, you'd but, think. <laughs> but more traditional chefs in movies. Uh, oh, you... The Menu. I know. The menu. That's a good way to quit. Yeah, quit yeah. and take your it's entire. Quite, uh, <laughs> it's quite new, so we won't ruin the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have seen it, that's a fantastic way to quit your job. So should we should we answer the question then, Claire? Are you ready to answer the big question of the episode? What is it? Is Didn't what is the best movie to make you quit your job? So we got to pick one to give to our. Let's imagine our, our beautiful audience, our beautiful listeners, who the the sat there right now. They're, they're laughing away and mm. um, people are looking at them weirdly mm. and they're going, I need something going, to help me quit my job. I am a dirty little pig. Are <laughs> DLPs out there? For the reason that it ends with some hope, I choose the apartment. Firstly, because I think a lot of people should see it. Secondly, because it's great. Thirdly, because it doesn't, like as fun as Fight Club and American Beauty are and those scenes are so fantastic. I think they're a little bit depressing and you wouldn't necessarily want to actually quit your job by the time you reach the end of the film. So I think the apartment has more hope, therefore I choose the apartment. That is a, a beautiful, uh, beautiful pick. Thank you, Claire. Also, C.C. Baxter, Baxter is one of my favorite character names of all time. I wish I was called C.C. Baxter. It would be way better. Life would be better. So we're gonna go with the apartment. 
Playhouse. At the end of each podcast, uh, we ask our guest to play the character game where I'm going to give you different scenarios and you pick an actor or actress and tell me which of their characters would be best to help you in that situation. So what is your actor or actress today? Edward Norton. Oh, Edward Norton or Ed Norton to his friends or yeah. friend, I imagine. He's quite an unlikable fellow, apparently. Um, oh, good. That, yeah, this will be fun. Okay, so scenario one. Uh, and this is inspiration from one of our favourite topics. Which Edward Norton character would you get to help you fight ten angry apes? Ten angry apes? Yeah, they're not just apes, they're angry. Uh, I know that the Hulk would be an obvious answer. Like, because he's in the Hulk. But I am going to go with his character in American History X. Because I feel he has boundless energy for beating people up. So this is his character pre-prison. Pre-prison, yeah. when he's like, just Before like, he's all just a beast, just, yeah, a nightmare <laughs> of a human being. You just want him on sort of a leash, and then you can, he should be with animals. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I can't remember his character's name in there. Jeff Natty or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay, Ed Norton's character from uh, American History X. Oh, I've just looked at his character name. I, if you'd have told me this, I wouldn't have believed it. Derek Vineyard. That's it, yeah. Vineyard? Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't really feel like appropriate. <laughs> it's so I mean, that's the thing is you can't just look at a piece of paper and go, that's a Nazi's name. You, yeah. have, to, yeah. you have to see if they've got a swastika tattoo like he has in there. Yeah, but also if he does get beaten up by a load of apes, it's like, well, he's a Nazi, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's yeah. sort of had it coming. <laughs> um, okay, scenario two. Which Edward Norton character would you get to tell a children's party that the clown you hired has died in a road traffic accident? Um, I'm going to go for his character in, uh, Everyone Says I Love You, the Woody Allen film, who's like a very sweet little man who does dances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he could actually like fill in for the clown Yeah, well. he would do it with real heart, you know? Like he's a very soft kind of a guy, that okay. character. Holden, I think his name is. <laughs> he's going to marry Drew Barrymore in the movie. And I'm glad we already used up Nazi Ed Norton. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have just been, life is pain, get on with it. Yeah. Um, okay, scenario three. Which Edward Norton character would you prefer or would you use to take you to prom? Now we're, we want to show off. This is your classic prom scenario from a movie, so you probably said, no, I'm not yeah. going to prom. Yeah, but you know what? In high school, you want a bad boy. So I'm going to take Edward Norton <laughs> from Primal Fear, <laughs> where he's got split personality. <laughs> And you never know whose neck he's gonna strangle. <laughs> oh, that would be great because he—he'd be nice. He'd pick you up. He'd be all nice, you know. Yeah. And it's only you know if someone knocked a bit of punch onto your dress yeah. that he would then choke them out. <laughs> and then at the end, you realize it's mm. all been one personality. And he's got a great excuse as well, you know. If if he like dances badly or he knocks someone out, he'd be like, "Oh, it wasn't me. It was Greg." Yeah. Or or Craig, as he would call yeah. it over there. And then, <laughs> God, that's a dark way to end a prom. And a podcast. I, I had a really nice time tonight. I was abused. <laughs> I feel like that that might be our little clip that we at the end of every podcast we leave like a ten second gap. Yeah. And then we just play like audio out of context. <laughs> and that could be our winner. It depends how much of a uh, dirty little pig people make. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we decide we actually have to cut that. Yeah. I, know that. I mean, if we're keeping in dirty little pig, then we'll have goodbye, you dirty little pigs. 
<laughs> and finally, so scenario four, which Ed Norton character do you think would be best to go back in time with you and hunt dinosaurs? Okay. Rogue choice. Edward Norton as Detective Graham in Red Dragon. <laughs> because he's very good at hunting cannibals. Yeah. And I'll take him. I'll see how he is with other species. That's fine. We've had two Ed Nortons dealing with various species here. So, you know. I like that you've not gone for the Hulk on any of these, which would have been like such the obvious choice. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with him. I mean, I don't want to hang out with American History X either, but yeah. it just seems like an intriguing scenario. I suppose the Hulk could be hard to manage as well, because if you say, we're hunting these dinosaurs for food and we're taking it back to the yeah. future, he'd be like, no, I've killed them and I've eaten them myself. <laughs> and then he, he has that little Hulk voice where he goes, I was abused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going with Detective Graham from Red Dragon. Um, Okay, so thanks very much for that, Claire House. Have you got anything that you want to push? Any socials, any events, any charities? Charities? I'm yeah, yeah. Don't donate, donate to charity. No, don't donate to charity. <laughs> I don't have anything to plug right now. I'm trying to change my handles on my socials, so I don't think it's appropriate to start advertising the old ones. All right, well, hopefully we'll have a, a bunch of our audience quitting their jobs in droves after this week's episode. Thanks very much, Claire. Thanks for having me. It was fun. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Dirty little filthy little pigs. Alright, I mean I splashed it the first time, but <laughs> no, you didn't.